Well, it's been a pretty quiet offseason for the Milwaukee Brewers, save the news back in November on Brandon Woodruff and Jake Bowers becoming their, right now, first baseman. Hopefully, things will be moving here in the next couple of weeks. we got plenty of time. We'll get to that, some of your tweets, and we'll get into a few other things with the Milwaukee Brewers and say goodbye to Rowdy Telez. Oh, Rowdy, we knew you, but, um, you know, this was not a long-term. This was not an LTR. We'll get to all that coming up next here on Lockdown Brewers. You are Locked On Brewers, your daily Milwaukee Brewers podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. There's rumors of a trade out there between the Brewers and Twins. We'll get to that. You know, some other news. The Brewers have some new owners buying in, some wealthy people as well. We'll get to that. Telez going to the Pirates. All that and more coming up here on Lockdown Brewers, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network. We are your team every day. Good to have you along. Chuck Freeman here on our midweek here. Lockdown Brewers, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network. Download our episodes. We're still here in the offseason. Google, Spotify, Apple, run all the major downloads. And, of course, hit us on YouTube, our growing YouTube page. Please go to YouTube, search Lockdown Brewers. And hit the subscribe button, hit the bell. That'll alert you every time we drop an episode. Would love to have you a subscriber. Anyway, possible. Love to how you view this or listen to this podcast. Love to have you along because here we are. We're getting to mid-December right now. And, and nothing has really happened with the Milwaukee Brewers. Nothing has really happened. My name is Chuck Freeman, longtime sports caster in the state of Wisconsin, a talk show host. Still do those things, but I do Lockdown Brewers as well. And I love doing it. Love being here with you. And talking Brewers baseball, even though it's the offseason and wish we had some news to talk about here. Anything. You know, I wait till like mid-afternoon or so just in case something pops up. You know, you hear these rumors, you go to Twitter and all that. And I'm checking, I'm scrolling around thinking, what is happening? How are we fixing that first base spot? How are we fixing that third base spot? What are we doing with this crowded outfield? Is Corbin Burns still a Milwaukee Brewer? Well, the answers to all those is um it's all it's all uncertain just rumors uh, i guess we could start with a corbin burns update i was uh, not the rat it uh this was not going to be part of my agenda but uh i was on the bill michaels show today statewide baseball season he has been once a week and then you know during the off season you know we check in uh, with him from time to time and it talked a lot about burns um and it appears that uh, going to the dodgers might be off the table the dodgers are interested in tyler glasgow right now in a, in a possible trade there. So if that happens, but who knows, I would think Burns is off the table there, but with the, let's, let's face it with the bank account unlimited with the Dodgers, who knows? And would they have room for Burns with Glasgow? They'll find room. You always find room for great players, but um, I would think that maybe one of the options of going to the Dodgers might be off the table. Um, you know, I get a lot of questions about, uh, Bowers, should he be the everyday first base? Bill asked me that today. And I just, I just, I've said this before. I think there's a better route that they can go. And I hope that is not the plan. I just hope that right now, you know, if you talk to, if you talk to Matt Arnold off the record, he would say, well, no, we're trying to for better options at first base. You know, maybe a DH guy coming off the bench. Okay. But not my everyday first baseman. You know, there's also, I get a lot of tweets about my, uh, Willie Adamas. What, 
do you think he's going to be on the team? You know, he's going to make about $12.4 million for the upcoming season. And you hear rumblings about him and the Dodgers. You know, the Dodgers having some interest in Adamas and, and maybe the Atlanta Braves as well. Uh, maybe still two possibilities. I, I would not put it by the Brewers to trade Adamas to one of those teams. Or, you know, I, and I was telling this to Bill. Um, it could come down to with Burns or Adamas. You know, we talk about you know trading to the Dodgers, maybe the Yankees or Boston or whatever. And then all of a sudden, out of nowhere, a suitor comes in and, oh, he's going to the Texas Rangers. What? He's going to the Colorado Rockies. What? I mean, who saw Craig Council going to the Cubs? I mean, it was like Cleveland and the Mets, and the Mets, the Mets, the Mets, and all of a sudden the Cubs popped up from nowhere. So just learned that anything can be expected. We think, ah, you know, Burns going to go to the Dodgers, and it could be a team that we could totally not talk about. That's just the way, you know, it is sometimes. I mean, like who saw Damian Lillard coming to the Milwaukee Bucks when – you know, New York, I believe, or Miami, or, you know, one of the big shot teams. And then he came to the small market, uh, Milwaukee Bucks, and everybody in the national media got ticked off. But, you know, there was one possibility of a trade. There was a rumor out there that the Brewers and maybe Minnesota Twins could be involved in talks for the Brewers getting Kyle Farmer from the Twins and Polanco who a couple of years ago, Polanco was was pretty good. He When he first got there, he was their everyday second baseman, and he had 33 homers in 2021. Those power numbers have come down. He still had 14 last year, batted about 255, I believe. But the Twins are looking for outfield spots. They're looking for outfield depth. There's positions to be won with the Twins, and then they might be interested in Garrett Mitchell and maybe Tyrone Taylor as well. So... This Polanco and Kyle Farmer, Polanco is 30, Farmer is 33. Uh, Farmer, good, heady shortstop. We know him from his days with the Cincinnati Reds. Uh, but I think this, I think the Twins have got other options, maybe in their farm system or other options they might be thinking of. Now, they did pick up the option on Polanco, and I believe they did on Farmer as well. Um, but, you know, two guys that, uh, you know, that, that apparently the Twins are expendable. Now, you know, they're just pieces. They're not major impact guys, but two good players, two good players. But you'd give up Garrett Mitchell. I think Garrett Mitchell, I have a feeling he's going to be the guy I traded on that outfield. Now, again, he's coming off the shoulder injury, and, and teams are going to be questioned about that and all that, but I have a feeling Garrett Mitchell could be the guy that they trade for. But if I'm giving away Garrett Mitchell, I want more than just two pieces like uh, Jose Polanco and Kyle Farmer. I want, yeah, two nice players, two middle infield guys. Okay. Uh, maybe I'm asking too much for Garrett Mitchell, but I'd like a guy. I need to put a guy who's going to be a difference maker on this team, a difference maker. Now that we lost Rowdy Telez, just kidding. Um, and we'll get to Les Telez coming up here in a little bit. Chuck Freeman, Lockdown Brewers, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network. We are your team every day. Good to have you along here. This show is brought to you by FanDuel. FanDuel America's number one sports book for a reason, because they are great. There's no doubt about it. Score early and often. Got the NFL coming up this weekend. You got three games coming up on Saturday. You got the full NFL cart, um, card on Sunday. Of course, you got Thursday and, and Sunday games. And you got all this college bowl season just going. Better, great time. And college basketball, NBA, great time to get 
in, t- in touch with FanDuel, uh, you get this deal going on with new customers, $150 in bonus bets, $150 in bonus bets with winning any $5 money line bet. That's pretty good. So if you're thinking about FanDuel, there's no better time to get in the action right now. The holiday season means lots of college tournaments, lots of things going on. Uh, spreads, player props, over and unders, everything, live betting. Visit FanDuel.com slash locked on, L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N, and kick off your winter right. FanDuel, the official partner of the NFL. This is Chuck Freeman here on Locked On Brewers, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. We are your team every day. Thank you, everydayers. And we say everydayers out there. Those of you who follow us along every day here on Locked On Brewers. I see you. Follow me along on Twitter, Chuck Freeman. F-R-E-I-M-U-N-D. Follow me along on Twitter. And, of course, get us on Google, Spotify, Apple, or wherever you get your podcast. Set the alert on there and download us because we're the number one brewer podcast on the Internet because of you, great brewer fans out there. And go to YouTube, search Lockdown Brewers, and you'll find us there. Okay, we'll come right back after this timeout here on Lockdown Brewers. Welcome back to Lockdown Brewers. The Brewers have a couple of new owners. Not full time not majority share but minor minority owners and that is um minor investors uh Ralph and Shelley Stare uh two the one of the richest families in Wisconsin if not the United States they own Johnsonville Bratz and you know what Johnsonville Bratz are if you live in Wisconsin uh or you know if you know anything about the Milwaukee Brewers they've been great sponsors of the Brewers over the years and yeah when you think of sausages you think of Johnsonville Brats and the commercials and all that. And they've been doing great things and they have a lot of money. Uh, they do. Now they're both Brewers fans. And I saw where Shelly Stare, uh, who's now I believe in charge, Ralph is retired, but still they bought it together. Um, now will they be, does this mean that the Brewers will be going out there and spending some money um, going after a high price free agent? No, this doesn't make them automatically a media market team, but we'll see. You know, uh, we'll see how those resources are used. But Ralph and Shelly Stare uh, was announced, well, it was reported uh, on this afternoon that they are becoming minority owners in the team. They've been longtime business people in Wisconsin, long time, never knew they had an interest in involving themselves. By buying a professional sports team, never knew this. Again, um, really good business people, really smart. Obviously, what they've done to their company, their small little company, which is, I believe, in Sheboygan Falls, in she- which is about an hour north of Milwaukee. You know, they've grown this once small meat market into Johnsonville Bratz over, you know, over decades. And uh, yeah, started by his. Ralph's dad, I believe, who recently passed, was the guy who originally started the company. But, yeah, looks great. Hey, more money coming into the Milwaukee Brewers. That's never a bad thing, is it? So we'll see how that turns out. We'll see if that – I'm not expecting you know the payroll to bump up by any means. And Bill asked me – I mentioned a lot about Bill today. He mentioned me, do I think the payroll will bounce back? We have not or, – or be lifted up. We have not heard from Mark Antanasio regarding the payroll on what they're going to do with the payroll. Are they going to be spending more, spending less? Spending less. If he comes out and says, well, we're going to cut payroll, well, that's just a terrible message. I got a phone call the other day from 
my ticket representative uh, asking me if I'm going to renew. And it was, she got on the phone and she totally read me a script and left it on my voicemail. Uh, asked me if I'm going to be a renew uh, from last year. We appreciate Well, I've been a season a Sunday ticket holder for since the pandemic. Um, I, 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 I still go to Sunday games. I find other ways, other ways to get tickets in the secondary market. Um, you know, I go to secondary market, get brewer tickets. So I have not renewed that. Uh, I go to game time and get my secondary tickets. I've done that. I told you I've got brewer tickets behind the, the second row, uh, second row behind the dugout, but I did not, she's going to call me up and, and, and throw this pitch. <laughs> I mean, it's like, you know, just reading me off a line, you know, and didn't, didn't even check into my account. Didn't even check into my account. So, um, not that I'm against becoming it, but I just found other ways like using the game time app to get, to get my brewers tickets on a Sunday. And my kid plays, you know, my kid's playing hockey. He's playing 12 year old hockey. He's playing little league. And sometimes and when he was younger, uh, I'm, I'm sitting with a couple of tickets, three tickets on a Saturday afternoon uh, or a Sunday afternoon. And, you know, we're at his little league tournament. And I can't use him. So that's why game time has been the best option for me. But I don't even know what I was getting at there. Oh, um, yeah, with Antanasio, it, it would be bad for Antanasio if he's trying to sell people like me who are trying to re-up tickets uh, or possibly could be up upgrading my tickets or um, renewing my tickets. If he says, if he says, hey, I, I'm cutting payroll. Because if he does that, I mean, what gives you the interest? See, right now, I always say, when by when I did renew, I would wait honestly until I looked at the off season and think, okay, what's going on here? Uh, are, are the Brewers moving in the right direction? Because I thought at at one point, I thought after 2019 they weren't moving in the right direction. With 2020, the 20 going into the 2020 season, I didn't really like the direction thing, so I didn't. Then I didn't renew. And then my kids started playing sports and all that. And okay, then that was that. But, you know, if you're trying to sell the season ticket base and you're trying to sell these four packs and all that, you know, you have to show that you're going to do something with the team. Now, if they made a blockbuster move here in December, yeah, that's certainly going to help. That's certainly going to help people make a decision on buying season tickets. And I do love being a season ticket holder. That was fun. I love the club section up there. That's where I usually go. I love sitting up there. Um, but one day I think I will. I think I'll get to go down that route again. But right now, if you were to tell me, hey, do you want if there wasn't game time and my kid wasn't playing little league um and, and and hockey, do you want to buy into our team going into next year, invest in season tickets? I would say, well, you haven't done much in the offseason to really trip my trigger. Not that I'm not becoming a Brewer fan, not that I'm not coming to games, but I would think that, you know, it's not been a, and I think everything was waiting for the Shohei Otani deal to go down with the Dodgers. And now you, you might see some chips fall here in the succeeding weeks and don't even get started on Otani. Um, it's just everything that's wrong with baseball. I don't care if it's deferred money or what. Seven hundred million is seven hundred million, worth more than Mark Antanasio, and it's just, it sucks. It sucks that the Milwaukee Brewers, along with a few other teams, 
can't can't even compete in that arena. It does. When you see the Dodgers get richer like that, and they bought on the first round of the playoffs, and then I put something on Twitter, and big market people were coming after me, and I was DMing right back. You know, I don't want to hear that BS at all. I don't because, you know, these big market people, you know, they don't care about the salary cap. They don't, you know, they don't care about any of that stuff. They don't. I, I just feel like sometimes they, Major League Baseball wants eight teams involved, and the, maybe the Players Association secretly watches eight teams. Well, it's less jobs for them, but you know, we're going in the wrong direction on that. You know, I, I just wish the owners in 1994 would have taken a solid solid ground so we could have had this salary cap that the nhl and the nba have and baseball is such a strong union baseball gave all their power back a long time ago and buckled in and that was that that was that and therefore we see teams like the dodgers doing things that the brewers couldn't even come close on and and you know, it's nobody's fault with the Brewers. It's nobody's fault. It's a baseball problem. Baseball problem. Uh, Zach Grinky. Zach Grinky apparently wants to. He's forty years old. He wants to. <laughs> Zach Grinky wants to um, continue his baseball career. Now, you guess he would have made a lot of money already, but you know he still wants to continue playing, and and I have no problem with that. I put a tweet out there about Zach Grinky. I said. And he was on the team in 2011 when they traded in that winter for Granky. It was right around this time, too. It was like the middle of December they got him. I said, do you kick the tires on this one? This would be a Brewers-type move. As uh, John Morosi reported that <clears throat> Zach Granky's representatives have communicated <coughs> to MLB teams that he's preparing to pitch in 2024 and open a contract talks. Jeff says, no, no, no. Uh, Tony from Texas says, uh, Giovanni Garda, I hear that. Giovanni Gallardo and Ben Sheets are available. Um, Crispy says, I'd rather sign Sean Markham. Greg, just retire unless Zach is going to be an innings eater as a middle reliever and a short start. Yeah, I, I think none of you really want this to happen. <laughs> yeah, Grinky. He'll end up somewhere. He'll get invited to somebody's camp. Even though he was 2-15 and 15 with the Royals last year, he'll get invited somewhere. But I think we're all in agreement. No. Um, Joe Ross did sign his contract with the Brewers, a one-year deal. This has been rumored for a while. You know, a guy who's coming off two elbow surgeries, they did an exhaustive, according to Adam McCalvey, they did an exhaustive test on his elbow to make sure it was sound. And who knows? You have two surgeries like that. They're taking a flyer on him. Again, a typical Brewers, Joe Ross move, signed him to a one-year deal. I think about $1.7 million. All right, we come back. We'll say goodbye to Rowdy Telez uh, and, and tie up a few other things with your tweets. That's coming up next here on Lockdown Brewers, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network. We are your team every day. My name is Chuck Freeman. Thanks for joining me along here on Lockdown Brewers. We're going to get some guests coming up here in the next couple of weeks. Going to try to chase down Adam McCalvey. I know it's his down. Yeah. <laughs> Didn't mean to stutter there. I know it's his downtime coming back from the baseball winter meetings. The guy works seven days a week during the summer, but Adam's a friend, and hopefully we'll get Adam on the show uh, talking some Brewers baseball here in the next couple of weeks for a segment or two. Uh, and we got some other guests con- coming up here 
uh, on Locked On Brewers. We'll also check it with Vinny Rotino. He was on a couple of months ago, right after the season. We'll check in with him. But you find us on Google, Spotify, Apple, on all the major downloads. Go to YouTube, search Locked On Brewers. We are there on Locked On Brewers. Just type in Locked On Brewers. You'll see a place to subscribe. Hit the subscribe button. It's free. All our content is free. We just need you to be a part of it. Chuck Freeman here on Lockdown Brewers. We'll come right back after this timeout. Welcome back to Lockdown Brewers, part of Lockdown Podcast Network. We are your team every day. Saw somebody put on Twitter. I think it was Tyler, Tyler Kurth, who put on Twitter. Um, yeah, the Brewers and Pirates are just trading back first baseman. You know, we get Carlos Santana. They get Rowdy Telez. You know, just kind of going back and forth, trading hands. And Telez signed with the Pirates. And good for Rowdy. Uh, yeah, uh, now watch him come back and absolutely destroy us. Watch him come back and absolutely just destroy us with uh, with his bat. Um, but, yeah, Telez was not an option, as we talked about before. Uh, we've kind of uh, – that, that ship has sailed, as Mike McCarthy would say. Uh, but Rowdy Telez, good for him. Had some big moments. Had a bobblehead here. His time was short-lived. And I just don't look at him as an everyday first baseman. He might be on a team like the Pirates, but uh, the Brewers have higher expectations than the Pittsburgh Pirates. I mean, the Pirates wa- might say they want to contend and all that, but, you know, they're not going to. Made a little run at the beginning of the season, but the Pirates just aren't very good. And they're never going to be any good. And again, part of that's a baseball problem. And part of that's the Pirates being the Pirates. Uh, also, happy birthday today, Gorman Thomas, I saw. Gorman Thomas has got to be 70. And... Gorman, man, talk about a guy providing some fun at the ballpark. Him and his days of playing center field, Gorman striking out, hitting home runs. God, I love Gorman Thomas. You can make an argument his number should be retired by the Milwaukee Brewers. He was a Brewer legend in his time. When you say legends, certainly Gorman Thomas. All right, some of the mailbag. I asked for you guys to, to, to email me a few things. Not email me, but you know, send me some stuff on Twitter of questions you want answered. Sam says, um, Jake Bowers cannot be that starting first baseman. It should be just a power bat off the bench. Adding a starter would be a bad idea. Adding a starter would not be a bad idea. I agree with you, Sam. I said this before. Yeah, they need to do better than Jake Bowers at first base. Um, Joe says, saw three proposed trades of the young outfielder, of our young outfielders to the Twins. Yeah, I talked about that. Um I, I'm just not down with Garrett Mitchell. You know, you get Kyle Farmer and and Polanco. I just want again, maybe I'm overvaluing Mitchell at this point. I just want a little bit more than just a couple of pieces. I need some impact guys. And I'm not saying Mitchell straight up for you know an impact guy is gonna take it, but I'd like a nice package deal if I'm gonna throw Garrett Mitchell to get me some impact players in return. Uh, Cody says they brought in a couple of partial owners that are more rich than Mark. Hopefully that means more flexibility in spending. We will see on that. Um, how about Trevor says, moving to a bigger market since MLB refuses to address the elephant in the room. No, I don't want to move to a bigger market. You know, I want the Brewers to stay here. I just want baseball to change. Brewers don't have to change. Well, they have to change in a few areas. But I like for the Brewers, obviously, they need they will st- well, they're staying here to 2050 at least. Um, Rich says trade burns for young infield prospects who are close to major leagues, similar to the outfielders we have. That's not a bad idea. 
and trading for infield prospects. And I think when you get, when you trade Burns, if you do, when you do, yeah, infield prospects. You, you don't need any more outfield prospects unless you're going to take those and turn them into assets and trade them right back for someone else somebody wants. But, yeah, you need infield prospects probably at this point. Um, you're pretty good in the outfield right now. In fact, like I said, you're trying, probably trying to unload some of those guys. Steve says, sell the team. <laughs> well, they, they've got a couple of new ownerships. Um, Andy says, entice a serious modern ownership group to buy the team. Mark Athanasio has stated he's not selling the team. You know, I he, he, he is not selling the team. He says him, and when he's done, his sons will be stewards of the team, and they will continue to run the team. I think Mark Antanasio's in this for the long run with the Milwaukee Brewers. Now, as and as of everything, as in anything, that could change. But I think you know those who want Mark A to sell the Milwaukee Brewers, I think we're a long ways away from that. And that's going to do it for me, Chuck Freeman. Locked on Brewers, part locked on podcast network. We are your team every day. Again. Google, Spotify, Apple, we're on all the major downloads. Hit us up there. YouTube, search Lockdown Brewers and hit that subscribe button. You get your boy frames three times a week here in the offseason until we get rolling for spring training. Days are getting shorter. Brewers haven't done anything, but hopefully that changes. Mid-December here, time to get the ball rolling. Yeah, I know it's easy to be antsy about the Milwaukee Brewers. It is. Got to hang in there. I get nervous too. You know, each day, now I'm checking Twitter when I get up, checking for at least some rumors out there. You know, more than getting Polanco and Farmer from the Twins, nice players. But, you know, I'd like to see the Brewers pull off a blockbuster. Surprise me. See everybody. Chuck Freeman, Lockdown Brewers, part of Lockdown Podcast Network. We are your team every day.